Previously recorded in Cookville, Tennessee, it's the NFLs on NFLs.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to NFLs, uh, a podcast where people who aren't qualified to host this podcast host it anyway. I'm your host, Jacob Wilkinson, a uh, sad Broncos fan. I'm your other host, uh, Drew Wade, the depressed Eagles fan, serially depressed Eagles fan. And uh, for the first time in history, we've got a guest on the show. Hello, my name is Brendan Swamp. <laughs> I will be speaking for the coin today. Uh, I'm also a depressed Chargers fan. There you so. go. <laughs> Let's go. AFC best. Right. Sad mm. face emoji. Anyway, um, the NFL sucks, and Drew has finally bought into my NFL absurdism as like a philosophy in life. The NFL, it's a joke. I'm in on it now. So <laughs> you're in on it. I'm Welcome good to enjoy the rest of the season. <laughs> you can actually like sit point. down to watch a game. Like I can enjoy chart like Chiefs games, Chargers games, Raiders games. I can enjoy them. Like I, I have the freedom of of knowing Chiefs that games. Ultimately, I mean, I can enjoy watching them lose. I'm glad I didn't sit down to watch the Ravens game last night because I probably would have been even more sad than I already was. But um, yeah. it's <laughs> it's Yikes. fine. Imagine so being we, a fan of a team that lost this week. That could not be me. We're actually so spoiled is the thing <laughs> because we both <laughs> Yeah, true. I I think like honestly, we kind of need to like check our privilege because at the end of the day, like both of our teams won in the second half of last decade, like won the Super Bowl, and there's yeah. like literally franchises that haven't made like a conference finals <laughs> yet. So that's mm. funny you bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have something to say? Mr. Uh, Mr. I mean, it's just Andrew. tough. It's uh, just tough when when your own trainers are puncturing the lungs of your quarterback. Oh my gosh! I could not <laughs> believe when I read that. <laughs> you know, it's like where where are they hiring this medical staff from? It was probably an inside guy for Herbert. Honestly, <laughs> I know anything yeah. about the Chargers? <laughs> he wants to keep showing up, man. That was. A very sad news story, but also probably fun- the funniest story. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. Funniest, funniest NFL story. I love so Tyrod. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it sucks. Don't get me wrong. I'm not like, yay, a human's lung got <laughs> punctured. Let's go. But, um, I mean, the AFC West has all the best stories because we also have the Las Vegas Raiders, who are the first ones being investigated for breaking COVID protocols. <laughs> It had to be the Raiders. Did you guys hear the Titans news, or am I breaking this? I heard oh. that as well. Yeah, three thing? three Titans players tested positive. I think. Jeez. Oh, so now, so now yeah. the Titans and the uh, the Vikings like both have to cancel everything this week. So they're actually just. So what like, do they do? Suicide bombing the Vikings with them. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean. <laughs> Theoretically, at the beginning of the season, I don't remember who it was. I feel like it was Richard Sherman. Some player said on Twitter, like, it doesn't matter if a whole starting roster gets COVID. Like, the NFL will tell the org, like, to have a backup roster ready by Sunday. I have a feeling Mm. that's going to be the case. The only issue is, is that you have two full rosters that were, like, right up against these dudes. So Right, exactly. For how many days? (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) Like, I highly doubt that they're, like, backup rosters have separate locker rooms and practice fields so like what is that yeah it's just gonna hire dudes off the street to come in and play for them 
Yeah. Hey, so, for some reason, though, for football, I think it'll just work. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I saw. We'll I saw that. I saw that they're still planning. Like their plan right now is to still have both teams' games as usual this upcoming weekend, and their contingency plan is for them to play on Monday. I was like, oh, wow, that's a lot of wiggle room there. One day later. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good because Dr. Fauci said, COVID, right. <laughs> you have it for one day, <laughs> and then it's gone. So, uh, yeah, this will probably be the last episode of this. Don't say that. It'll be so um, sad. So we talked about different options for what having a guest would look like. I was prepared to offer Brendan that I would make him a really nice looking graphic of his results and let him pick oh, yeah, all the nah. games. But Brendan wants to just be the coin's consciousness. So <laughs> Drew is yeah. still going to flip the coin. But Brendan, what, what is your plan? <laughs> oh, I mean, I feel like I feel like the coin always makes good picks. And I feel like I'm going to be able to speak for him. Because usually when y'all pick and I'm listening to the show, I'm like, well, really, I want to hear what the coin has to say. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to let the coin speak through me. <laughs> the coin went, He's just a vessel this week. The coin went <laughs> yes. five, ten, and one last week. So, yeah, that should be really fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was uh, an off week. Yeah, was that was actually the coins for the f- coin actually had not gone negative up until that point this year. So I mean, also like I'm pretty sure the coin I went mean, positive for like the last quarter of last season. So yeah, I mean he was up with y'all that one year. Unfortunately, that's true, but that's okay. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. All right, so before we do the picking uh, stonks, I guess Brendan, do you have any, or are you just gonna kind of vibe during this segment? Oh, I'm just vibing. Okay, Drew. We buy. Uh, we selling. I think we should be selling the uh, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, uh-huh. if anybody's holding on to Raiders stock? Uh, they they did look. I mean, they had some pretty impressive moments the first two weeks, starting out two and zero, but then uh, going on the road against a tough team in the Patriots. I think we kind of saw more of what we expected coming into this season from the Raiders. So, yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I definitely was a little open to it. I mean, like Raiders versus Patriots, it's that game is just like such a ball of bias for me that it doesn't I can't even begin to like look at it from a objective point of view. So unfortunately, I did take the L on that one, but not unfortunately the Raiders lost, so who cares? But um yeah, definitely some questions. I think for any Mariota stockholders out there, maybe this is a good a good day for you but um i mean like what were their games before that like they, they beat the the saints, but saints, saints yeah that was that was the most impressive the saints, thing. yeah i mean we sold the saints. <laughs> yeah it might be time to sell the saints realistically Drew Brees can't throw anything but a drag yeah that's, that's true. true but um i mean like one Alvin win over Kamara's the panthers amazing. and and one win over this slightly shaky saints roster i i mean i guess i guess like we didn't really Really have any reasonable? I mean, the same look at Saints are going to surprise but... teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. The Saints are so weird at this point. Yeah. Like, I, it doesn't even. It's not even that I think that they're becoming bad. And in fact, like I still can see them easily making it through, mm-hmm. like this this season. But like, I mean, like as the Buccaneers are like clearly starting to warm up, like. Almost to a frightening level, by the way. I'm about to talk about buying the Bucks, but like as like the Buccaneers are starting to look kind of scary. The Saints are. I'm I'm very unimpressed with the, the 
diversity of plays that they've been putting up. I feel like a lot of their series against the Raiders and also against the Packers last night, they do like two very similar plays that earn like half a yard combined and then like an incomplete on third and then like punted on four and eight. Like it, it's just it's called it's, strategy. Uh, it's, is it? Well, it's a strategy for something. All right. Um, yeah. The saints are looking rough. The yeah. Raiders are definitely looking rough. I, I, I do think the Buccaneers, um, I don't know if I would put them even close to like an A tier realistically in this league, but uh, I saw, unfortunately, it took the, the shambles of, of Denver to return <laughs> this Brady-Gronkowski combo to what it was at one point. Um, that was a really stellar game for that combo, and they did not... I mean that offense did not let up at all that entire first half, and then you, like just buckled down and, and went even harder with it the second half. Um, their their defense is unrelenting as well. I I don't know the 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 Buccaneers are another team that's kind of in a bubble, honestly, because we've only seen them play a divisional rival like on the first week with a new quarterback, and then the Panthers and anybody but the Chargers could beat the Panthers. So I don't know that we've got a real read on them at this point i mean also awful but i mean realistically like tampa bay going forward i i I think that they might start being part of an actual conversation and not like a what if conversation i don't know what do you guys think um i mean they didn't they they didn't play badly against uh the broncos i think but i think if they were to be kind of like on the level you'd expect with all the hype they got coming into the season. I think they mm-hmm. probably would have made that a more definitive win. I mean, 18 points, that's still a big, big win. But I don't know. I think they left a lot of points on the table there. Um, you guys so, see Mike Evans had two catches, two touchdowns, two yards? Yeah, I, I did see that. I was like, that's Wait, what? <laughs> that's just weird. Like, two <laughs> yards, two catches, two error? touchdowns? Yeah, literally. That's I, th- I, I literally thought that was like an error. That line. On the, that's like no, there's no way. Yeah. I mean, I hope they're good because I sold out on them in our fantasy league, Drew. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, dude, you want really one more? Brady to Fournette. step it up. I've got Fournette, so if you want another one, you should just uh, build the Buccaneers. Yeah, as, as <laughs> I <will>. your fantasy <laughs> with the Chargers with Eckler and Keenan Allen. <laughs> That's literally my team. The super team that the world isn't ready for. The combination <laughs> of the Bucks and Chargers. <laughs> you have another stock, Drew, or are you over it? Um, I got another stock that okay. is the same as last week. Uh, um, so, just go sell just, them again. Sell the Eagles again. <laughs> <laughs> don't even don't even think about picking them back up. Um, what what's the problem? Yeah. Uh, honestly, man. It's okay. It's a combination of Carson Wentz is playing the worst he's played in his entire career, including his first season when they went seven and nine. Um, so that's obviously a huge problem when your starting quarterback just doesn't look like he remembers how to play football. Second of all, Doug Peterson is continually showing that he is potentially one of the worst play callers in the league. Like, mm. so many times on Sunday Ooh. when I was watching that game, I would just like, why is that the play you're going with in this situation? It doesn't make any sense. And to cap all that off, punting the ball 
with 16 seconds left in overtime against a winless team led by a rookie quarterback just rolling over and saying, we want to tie, instead of going for it. Mm. That just really sealed the deal for me. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. this coming from the author of the book titled Fearless, How an Underdog Becomes a Champion. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, so Nick Foles did call the Philly special, so He did, yeah. Yeah. And like I there's mean, like I don't a, know. there's like a TV special about it, and the offensive coordinator is like Nick it was Nick Foles' suggestion, <sighs> but Doug Peterson made that call. Was like, no, he didn't. He was just like, Yeah, okay, sure, Nick, let's do that. Yeah. After exactly. Nick Foles said, You want Philly Philly? Spineless. So yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I need to see some better play calls. Um I think it would help if we had an actual offensive coordinator and not just a lot of quote unquote good offensive minds on the staff. Um, oh jeez. Yeah, it's really frustrating how that's set up, but yeah, so the Eagles. Is it uh is it Jalen time? Have you been hearing that in the uh, Eagles fan verse? So yeah, I've been hearing that a lot. I don't personally uh, think it's Jalen time. He was in for like three plays on Sunday, and one of those plays was a fumble. So I was like, well, <laughs> uh, it doesn't get much really better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> also, I really I do think Car- the Carson Wentz from like 2017 is still in there somewhere. Um, I think he needs somebody. This goes back to the coaching staff issue. Somebody on that coaching staff that's really going to challenge him like we did in 2017. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think he can. there's still time for him to return to that level of play. I mean, he's already thrown six interceptions this year. He's thrown two in every week so far. But, um, so, yeah, that's, that's yeah. awful. As, <laughs> I don't know my famous Jameis number. <laughs> each, each of the last two seasons, he, or last three seasons, he threw seven total interceptions each of those mm. seasons. So he's already just one behind that. So obviously the worst he's ever played. So I think he can still turn that around, but I really need to see some different play calling, different uh, schemes drawn up by this coaching staff before I'm really ready to give any hope back to the season. So we'll see what happens. I I read an article this morning. uh, It was like retweeted onto my timeline. It said, (laughs) The Saints need to play Jameis, but the Eagles can't bench Wentz. And I don't know if I agree with either of those takes, <laughs> but um, it's 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 okay. <laughs> I, I mean, your breeze is great when you have the lead. Yeah, I I think that like a Saint, and not to go back to the Saints, but like I think th- it's interesting seeing these two teams have like kind of a similar storyline where yeah they're in really bad divisions where they could just be like easily skating to the top with a pretty easy schedule um and just like are refusing to do so right now um well the, the, but, we've had a pretty easy schedule up to this point but i also saw a stat going forward that we have the toughest strength of schedule in the whole league remaining so that doesn't bode well for us and you know who has the easiest strength of schedule going forward the dallas cowboys so oh really love, love to hear that special. love well, they do get to play that. you guys twice so that's um, true. That's two wins for I, Dallas. <laughs> I mean, they probably should win. <laughs> Eagles um, actually this year looking to be the first team in NFL history to win a division without a winning record. I think they can do it at 7-8-1. <laughs> and one. We will see. Did you know, speaking of that weird stat, <laughs> before we actually record the podcast that we make, um, I, I was looking back at like old like um, – 
playoffs brackets just to see like at what point in time like what set of teams were all good did you know that the, there was one point brandon i'm sure you know this but i never realized it was this big of a deal and like 2008 the the chargers LT, quali- man. what'd you say i mean those were the those are the years man philip rivers lt yeah mccardell bro <laughs> vincent jackson Jake? They qualified on like 13 and three or something like that. And the rest of the AFC West was like max five wins. I, I, <laughs> this is like the worst the division has ever been. That has nothing to do with this week. I just thought that was really interesting. Actually, I just remember what I just said was wrong because um, I'm pretty sure the Seahawks won their division one year within the past decade with the yeah, record of seven. That and would nine. surprise me. That would oh, be, yeah. hold on. Let me see if I can figure out what He's year quick. it was. Yes, that was the year of Beastquake. Oh my goodness! Yeah, it was a Seahawks seven run. and nine, two thousand ten. Yeah, that was the year that the Saints won the. Oh wait, never mind. Wait, maybe that Chargers uh, year will. It does kind of explain why LT had that touchdown title though. If every other team was terrible, we'll right? But oh, oh well, he's still great. <laughs> this year with the Seahawks, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that was the year that um. The the Packers and the Steelers played in the Super Bowl, and like the Steelers like kept committing personals. Yes. Oh yeah, that was a cursed year. James okay, Harrison. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember my mom was like rooting for the the Steelers at the beginning of the night, and like by <laughs> halftime, she's like, "I cannot root for these thugs anymore." <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Cheryl, but they they had they had a punt though where. James Harrison was on defense and he's just on top of a guy shoving his head into the ground. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was so bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Green Bay. But then he returned the that touchdown. He returned that pick for a touchdown. That's crazy. one of the greatest plays ever. Yeah, I mean, a sixth seed won the Super Bowl this year and the Jets as a sixth seed made it to the AFC Championship. So clearly this was just the worst year in the history of football. Yeah, should be stricken from the record books. <laughs> um, okay, I, I have I have one more sell and then we can actually talk about the show. I don't even know if anyone was holding stock, but I feel like Drew and I have both been relatively forgiving of this team as of late and saying that they have a... Um, they have a uh, an actual program that could do something and that uh, throwing leads is just kind of a, a meme identity. But the Falcons have now lost three games where they literally <laughs> at one point had a 99% chance to win. It is, yeah. it is unbelievable like how bad this team is at closing out games. And like, you know, do that twice, especially when you were the team that threw a lead in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Like, that's a fun talking point, but three times now, like it, it, this is this is a clear issue nah, for this program. It's real. They're yeah, man. When I was talking about their game last week, I was like, Falcons looking not to blow another big lead this week, and that is exactly what they did. Sixteen mm-hmm. points in the fourth quarter. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. What, what what were you going to say about their coach, Brennan? I'm curious because I can't watch these games. <laughs> they, they frustrate me too much. First. Ever since that Super Bowl, ever since Julio made that catch, and then they passed uh-huh. the ball, and they got sacked. Ever since that moment, they've been cursed. Something's <laughs> off about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter what they do. It's the city. It, it's the whole city. <laughs> there was a there was a thread on our slash NFL. It was like the uh, the post game thread for the Panthers beating the Chargers, and so it wasn't even the Falcons game. And somebody was just like, "What is the NFL this year?" 
And like <laughs> someone with Falcons flair responded. He was like, everything is a joke. And then the Falcons lose in the last minute of the game. <laughs> <laughs> It's just, yeah, it's it's a problem. So I I think this team theoretically still has a lot of tools, like um, to have some semblance of a program. But I mean, yeah. right now, like uh, every other, like even the Panthers are managing to to have more consistent, like yeah. fourth quarters than the Falcons are. It's it's a travesty. I don't I don't I don't see it getting any better for them right now. What do you think, Andrew? Because you're you're the one last year. I went. Drew and I both listened to like an old episode from last year. The Falcons were like Owen. Oh, they were like two and five, and Drew was like being a, a Matt Ryan apologist even back then. So, <laughs> <laughs> dude. So the thing is, like, their offense is still like it can be so good at times, especially when Julio's healthy. Matt Ryan is like a stat machine he'll put up a ton of yards and touchdowns like pretty much every week but uh, the weird thing about the team is that uh dan quinn the head coach i mean when he was the defensive coordinator for the seahawks that's when they were known for having like the greatest defenses but that's been their biggest liability these past few years uh starting with the super bowl blowing that 25 point lead so i mean i still think the offense is there but um it's hard when you have to score 50 points every week to ensure a victory so it's true yeah i mean it, it is worth noting they've been playing some relatively high scoring teams so um except for the lions i mean like like once once it happens with the lions it's like okay well the bears you mean up on your oh, yeah the bears yeah yeah sorry well i mean that's that's what happens when you put uh super bowl mvp nicholas Foles in the game over true. mitchell yeah. trubisky i actually i'm I am so ready to just like completely shift all of my weight to the Bears like I did in 2018. Like I <laughs> I'm pretty sure all three weeks on this show I've said that I don't think the Bears are good and now they're 3 and 0 and yeah. <laughs> like so I don't know like there might actually be something there. But anyway, we should probably get to these games. Um the the first game this week, I think it's funny that the NFL has openly said that they don't understand why people don't get excited for Thursday night football. Um, and then they, and then they schedule Bengals, Browns, schedule Dolphins, Jags. <laughs> yeah. Bengals, Browns, <laughs> Dolphins, Jags, Broncos, Jets. Oh boy. I mean, next week is Bucks bears. So I guess that's an interesting one, but a couple of, a little bit of a Super Bowl matchup <laughs> rematch from 2017. Anyway, let's talk about this Thursday. Um, as Andrew said earlier, Broncos on their third stream, um, I don't know what's going on with Bortles. What? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They signed him, and then apparently he's not even good enough to be their third string. So, not sure what's going on there. My dad, I texted him that they signed Bortles, and he responded with like a gif of like Jason from the Good Place, like yelling Bortles. And I was like, not even this Good Place meme can make me happy. About <laughs> <this."> <laughs> uh, the Broncos are the are so incredibly bad <laughs> um worse than they were in 2018 basically and vance was our head coach in 2018 um this is a nightmare for me uh, every day is an existential crisis um so this will be the jets first win of the season i don't i don't know like even even if we were bad like with a starting quarterback i'd be like well it's the jets but like it's only getting worse they're they're continuing to move further down their list of quarterbacks. As much as I 
love Fangio's control over the like the camaraderie of this roster. Like, I mean, it, it's nice seeing the Broncos like be proud to be the Broncos again. We are definitely one of the most like plagued by injury teams in the league right now, and Fangio's clock management is leaving so much for me to be desired. Um, I am. I am not a fan of anything I've seen from this team right now. And clearly defensive audibles were something that we could only do with Vaughn because we are just getting out thought by like pretty much every quarterback that we've faced so far. So um, Drew texted me last week that we were the only team in the league with a positive record against Brady, but we're one step closer to not. I think it's that. even now. Yeah. Oh, I think it was good. Like eight, <laughs> nine before there. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, that we were the last guard, but yeah, the Jets are <laughs> obviously awful. Obviously, um, but yeah, Denver, really bad. Really bad. But Denver very well might be the thirty-second best team in this league until at least until Long is back. So uh, I am going the Jets. The hunger strike is back on, boys. <laughs> uh, familiarity. <laughs> oh, like a comfy pair of slippers. <laughs> so, 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 hear this: the the Broncos they had one good quarter against the Bucks this past week. They scored ten points in the second quarter. That was about it. That was all they had going for them that game. The Jets, on the other hand, had no good quarters against the Colts last week. Um, I am just baffled by how bad the Jets are. Like, I knew they were bad. And as I keep saying, I think that goes back to their head coach. Adam Gase should not be the head coach of the Jets anymore. The fact that he's still employed by them after this past week is a miracle. Um, So I'm actually going to go with the Broncos in this one just because I don't think it gets worse than the Jets. Okay, three points. So, yeah, let's see what the coin has to say. And we can actually hear what the coin has to say this week. The coin is also going with the Jets. So let's hear. This was an easy one for us. Um, <laughs> I mean, the Broncos really just have no, no semblance of a team going on right there. No quarterback, nothing. I think I think Darnold's going to come together and beat a bad team, and then everyone's going to be like, "Well, maybe he's not that bad," because that's what it's like. <laughs> Sam, every- I'm seeing ghosts. Darnold is going to have a good game. Is that what you're saying? I've I mean, we'll see what happens, Drew. We'll see what happens, Drew. <laughs> Last, yeah, that was that was a quote from Sam Dar- Sam Darnold on the sideline last year after he threw like his fourth interception of the game. Against the Patriots? Was it against the Patriots? I guess that makes it a little better. <laughs> they could have literally been using holograms. You don't know that. <laughs> <Sure. laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. So Dude. psychological warfare, like in the <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> So during the Broncos game last week, they had one section of like the seats. They had every South Park character there, like in like cardboard cutouts. Like South Park, like takes place in Colorado or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I was looking at the thread about like the Broncos, and someone was like, "I just want us to have a football team again." And some redditor was like. Well, if it makes you feel any better, like you guys are Reddit's favorite team now after this. And the guy responded and he was like, it literally does not make me feel even a little bit better. (laughs) (laughs) Make me feel worse. Yeah, that's that's where I am right now. Like there is there's a good shot of us going 0 and 16 this year. Like I'm not even playing. (laughs) It's like it's only getting worse, man. It's so sad. It's doomed. That's all I can say. So Brendan and the coin are smart. Thank you. Anyway, all right. I just listened to the coin. 
<laughs> just let him speak through you. It'll be all right. All right. Uh, let's dive into Sunday's games. Up first, we've got the uh, one and two New Orleans Saints going to play the one and two Detroit Lions. Detroit with a surprise victory on the road over the Cardinals this past week. Um, it's a bit of a shocker for the Cardinals. Uh, everybody was hyping them up pretty heavy, and us included, after the first two weeks. So uh, maybe this Lions team has more fight than we thought. Um, but on the other side, we've got the Saints, who didn't play great against the Packers. I mean, but it is the Packers, though. So we were expecting a shootout, and that's pretty much what we got. It was a close game for a lot of it. So I don't really put that past the Saints. But Brendan mentioned earlier, I'm not sure if this was before or after we started recording. Um, it doesn't seem like Drew Brees can throw anything except those, like, short drag routes. So yeah. uh, he's going to have to start, like, playing better if they're going to want to play up to – uh, their potential. I think they're still okay. I think they're still good, though. I'm not like jumping ship it's on the Saints the right now. Yeah, I mean that uh, that works most of the time. Did you see that yeah. touchdown on that uh, screen to Kamara this past week? That was two of those people though, team. just like bounced oh, yeah, off of him. Awful <laughs> yeah. tackling for sure. But I mean, Kamara is electric, and the I one guy I'd caught a going... mid hurdle too. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be willing to go so far as to say, especially now that. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's out for a few weeks. I think Kamara's probably the best running back in the league right now. So I think they're going to lean on him against the Lions this week. And uh, I think the Saints are going to start to look more like uh, we expected them to. So I'm going to go with the Saints. Yeah, um, this this is definitely an interesting game for me. The, the Lions game basically came out pretty much exactly how I thought it would, only with like the three-point difference being for the Lions instead of the Cardinals. Um, like pound for pound, that game seemed extremely close to me. I, I think the good news about the Lions is they're they're clearly on an upswing. Um, like there's no denying that they're 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 definitely starting to. I, I think that there's a pretty good chance of the Lions and the Vikings kind of swapping places in this division's rankings a little bit. Mm. Um, so that's all well and good, and they definitely do have some some keys for success. I, I think that this isn't the first time I've ever said this on the show, but I'm I'm not ready to give up on the Saints yet, but this is a game that I could see them losing that afterwards I would be kind of ready to start talking about giving up on the Saints. Um, this, if these last two weeks were just a fluke, and I'm, and I'm ready for them to just be a fluke because I think the Raiders, at, Brendan being a, a fan of this division, can testify with me. The Raiders put up the most random wins all the time, like for no reason. Uh, that's that's like almost their uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like that, that's kind of like their brand Identity. in this league, almost. Yeah, it's just like like they they only win games where it's just like really unexpected and random for them to like have picked up a win. Kind of thinking back, is just annoying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, thinking back to that like week three win against the Vikings last year when the Vikings were on fire and the, and the Raiders were looking awful. They just like randomly pick up these wins for no reason. So. Um, I'm ready to, to call that game a fluke. And I mean, I'm not going to blame any team in this league for losing by what was the final score, losing by seven to like this final form, Aaron Rodgers that the, that the Packers are starting right now. Um, this is probably not a lion's win, even though I think that they have some sort of a direction and it certainly could look like it. But at the end of the day, like two weeks is two weeks in the grand scheme of things, the the Saints could still finish the season 14-2, and two, and I wouldn't be surprised. So uh, I'm, I'm going to give this one to the Saints also. 
but I think I think this is a game that a lot of people really need to keep their eye on as far as like the storyline for this league. <clears throat> All right. And the coin also went with the Saints in this one. So let's hear about that. I mean, this is a pretty basic big. We don't have to spend too much time on it. Stafford's going to sneak some wins out, but he's not beating the Saints. They're going to get an early lead, and they're just going to keep it the whole game. Yeah. Agree, coin. <laughs> but Thanks, uh, coin. I, think, <laughs> I also think the Lions would be in a, a better position if they had a better coach. Uh, I've said that before, and I'm going to continue to stand by that. They, they get good players, though. Yeah, sure. exactly. They have great players, but a coach that doesn't know how to use them apparently. So they're they're a young roster too. Like I, I'm pretty sure they rank like top ten and like in in um, youth youth. Yeah, I was trying to think <laughs> of the right word. I was gonna say youngness. That's certainly not it. But um, like it's it's definitely nice to see this program that was like pretty much a meme and a half. Like even as recently as like a year ago. Um, start start putting up some pretty good wins now i don't know that i would quit my day job over beating the chargers at this point or beating the the, <laughs> the cardinals the cardinals yeah sorry but um however you know it, it, it's not doomed this this will be a tough week for them but i i think they'll bounce back pretty easily especially looking at a bye in week five that'll lead into a uh, a jags game in week six oh, yeah. <laughs> so mm. <laughs> All right. Could be a uh, little upswing. Yeah, hopefully. We'll see what happens. Next up, we have uh, the Coins favorite, the Los Angeles Chargers, traveling down to Tampa Bay to play the Buccaneers. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really want to just be like a pendulum with the Chargers where it's like one week I think they're good, one week I think they're bad. I don't like doing that with like any team in general because uh, I think it makes me sound like a bad analyst if I'm being completely honest. But um, Chargers – Definitely giving me a couple more questions than I had for them last week. Uh, there's, I think after those first couple of games, I was even saying like, well, you know, th- this wasn't like, ultimately it was the Bengals and then the Colts. So let's, we can, we can talk later about what, like how, what that means for the future. But um, th- this is, this team, I, like, they put up a pretty good fight against the Chiefs, and I thought that that looked really good. But um, before the show started, we were talking about how Drew and I can be as sad as we want that our teams that won a Super Bowl, like, in the last five years are, do, are bad right now. But, like, Brendan's team doctor punctured their starting quarterback's <laughs> lungs. So, um, this, the, I, think, I think this year is kind of cursed for the Chargers to begin with. So, for them to be having the showing that they've been having so far is – Oh, like nice to see, I guess. Um, but after that game last week, I'm a little skeptical because I really did think that the Panthers were the only reason I wasn't ranking them 32nd in the league was because the Bengals were just going to stay in that spot until they won a game. So, um, yeah, that that's tough. And the Buccaneers, on the other hand, like I was saying earlier, I seem to really be starting to click a little bit. This this offense is warming up and the defense was already pretty hot. Um, so as long as like, he, is it Hubert? I, I don't, what Her- is the kid's name? <laughs> what is Herbie? Herbie. Herbie. As as, yeah, Herbert. As long as Herbie the love bug is, <laughs> I, I think pound for pound, Brady. Quick. Yeah, he is. He's good. And I was impressed with what he was doing against the Chiefs. I thought that he outshined Mahomes for at least a quarter. Um, Brady's a tough quarterback to outshine, though, even if he's we had not a lot of fumbles last week. Anymore. 
Yeah, that's true. Which is a problem. So, and the Panthers and the, never scored on us too, like a touchdown. Or they had that one, but yeah, yeah. You guys made goals. the Panthers look good, like with your offensive inconsistency. So like I yeah. I like I take the Buccaneers defense every day before I take the Panthers defense. So I think this is going to be an even tougher matchup for the Chargers. I think these cracks are going to only grow, and um, I'm, I, I expect this to be a Tampa Bay win. Which, by the way, there's a lot of heat in the sports market in that city right now. Go, oh go yeah, Lightning, I guess. <laughs> Lightning Stanley Cup champions. Everybody loves hockey. Oh, did I that happen? Yeah, they won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just last friend, crazy. My friend who lives in Tampa Bay, like, I was in Discord with him, and he was like, oh, yeah, like, the Lightning is winning. And I was like, is that your hockey team? And he's like, yeah, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Andy? Anyway. Ooh, oh, no. Never again. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, um, disappointed by the Chargers showing. Uh, this past week, they they almost made it a comeback right at the end there. Um, botched lateral, I believe, if I'm remembering correctly. That, uh, that would have been insane. Yeah, uh, so, man, if that would have happened, throw. yeah, it was it. They, the they had a chance to succeed there. Yeah, but unfortunately, it was not meant to be, and the Chargers did not come away with the win. Um, like you said, I think the Buccaneers are really starting to click more and find their offensive identity and start to mesh better. So it's unfortunate that the Chargers have to uh, go into Tampa Bay this week after such a tough loss to the Panthers. But um, it's still early in the season. I don't think they're done by any means. So, But this week I am going to be going to Tampa Bay. All right. And uh, the coin is also going with Tampa Bay. So let's, <laughs> let's hear about that. Defend your own loss. We do it uh, every yeah. week. <laughs> nah, I mean we, we don't we don't have to even talk about this. I mean, the only thing I can see with the Chargers is maybe they sack Brady a ton mm-hmm. and just always have the ball. But yeah, that's not gonna happen. <sighs> they got really weak corners out of nowhere. It's like we have Chris Harris Jr. and all these guys, but then they're never on the field. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's not gonna be good. Godwin's gonna kill us. We'll lose. <laughs> there you have it. <laughs> there it is. Straight from the horse's mouth. <laughs> anyway, uh, up next, we've got uh, Battle of the Big Cats as the Jacksonville Jaguars travel north to Cincinnati to play the Bengals. Um, so, which cat would uh, yeah, in real I, life? Probably in real life, right? Bengal for sure. Yeah, they're freaking terrifying. Yeah. Like, like the, ja- the Jaguar can have like, our answer. <laughs> run away for like 20 minutes, but then eventually they'll just run out of energy and then the Bengal will just eat them. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost solely based off of that, I'm going to be going with the Bengals this week. No, I'm just <laughs> but seriously, I'm going to go with the Bengals because um, they're still not a great team, obviously. Worst team in the league last year. Not much better this year, but they're definitely better than they were last year. Um, I think Joe Burrow is already starting to show some promise uh, these first three weeks. He's been impressive. Not been enough to get them a win yet. Uh, has been enough to get them a tie, unfortunately for me. Um, but I think we really saw who the Jaguars actually are this past week uh, when they played the Dolphins. So we talk about divisional games being tougher a lot. And the first two games of the Jag season this year were divisional games. And those were the games where we were kind of like, oh, wow, they're looking better than I expected. And then they come out and have to play the Dolphins and kind of just throw up a pretty bad game. <laughs> like 31-13 to the Dolphins is pretty cringe. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I like the Bengals in this one. I'm going to go with Cincinnati. 
Yeah, this is kind of a weird one for me. I think um, <laughs> it's 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 odd because Jacksonville goes up seven on Indianapolis. It's like, all right, that's a close game. It's a divisional game. I don't really know what to take from that, but I'm surprised that they won. They they lose three to the Titans. They lose by three to the Titans. It's kind of the same story. When when you get completely outclassed by this like retirement home offense that the Dolphins have, <laughs> um, that's embarrassing. So. I, I'm not sure what to make of that for this game um, because I still think that the Bengals are awful. Definitely not as bad as they were last year, but maybe that just means the league in general is getting better. But um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, this, this is kind of like a lose lose for me to like put money in either of these corners. So I'll probably just take Jacksonville for the sake of having a disagreement um, on the show. Uh, plus, I think at one point I said that I was just never going to pick the Bengals to win until they like actually won. And when I like since I said that like last October, <laughs> like, I, don't think, <laughs> I don't think that they've taken advantage of that deal yet. So um, is Garner Minshew a top thirty quarterback in this league? No, probably not. <laughs> However, and, and I and I'm counting uh, two backup WSU Denver quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. It, it, it was bad. It was a bad game. Um, and I'm not going to be like, oh, so they're looking to bounce back because, of course, they're not. They're an awful program. It, it's a it's a mess of a roster. It, it, but it, it, eventually, you just have to say, well, the good news is, is that this is the Bengals, so we'll just like take them to overtime and win by three by actually going for it. So um, I, I'm going to give this one to Jacksonville, but who cares? <laughs> All right, and the uh, coin sided with Jacob on that one, also going with Jacksonville. Yeah, I mean that's the right pick <laughs> uh, for sure. Coin is just killing it as always. Um, might I add? I mean, Mitch is gonna—he's gonna dot up the Bengals. Yeah, the Bengals. They're just, Come on. They're just bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of like Minshew even over Burrow right now. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I wonder if the Bengals are really upset that they couldn't be good while Tiger Keen was like a funny thing to talk about. <laughs> that's what that's actually killing him, honestly. <laughs> yeah. <true. laughs> he was so much cooler before. <laughs> Man, I'm so used to not hearing Drew say end the coin picks, so I don't even like know how to continue the show. I keep forgetting. <laughs> All right. Uh next up we have the Minnesota Vikings playing the are both of these teams 0-3? They are. That is crazy. Man, I don't, like, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of people looking at both of these guys as like, oh, don't worry about this 0-3 start. Uh, like, it was it was a tough first few weeks. I think it, Minnesota's a lot more worrying than Houston. Yeah, I agree. I, 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 I'm saying that, like, knowing how good that this team was even, like, in, in the last few weeks of last year, I wouldn't be surprised. If there's a lot of media suggesting that like this like 0 and 3 open for the Vikings isn't a worrying trend, I would say that about the Texans like for sure right now. Because in fact, I was even thinking about buying the Texans at the beginning, but like it's not even a stock that I didn't already have. I, I like I, I was even comfortable saying last week like yeah, this is just it's another year where they're going to start 0 and 3 and then start popping off again. I mean, because like. Week one, Kansas City is a really tough matchup for them stylistically. Baltimore is obviously a very tough matchup for them stylistically. Even like Pittsburgh is a pretty tough matchup for them. So um, 
I am going to give this game to the Texans because I think that the Vikings, if either of these teams actually deserve to be 0-3 right now, like if I only had to pick one, it would be the Vikings. Um, I'm really not impressed with how they've been playing so far. One point loss to the Titans. Obviously, you don't burn your jersey over that. However, um, (laughs) 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 However, that, that Colts loss was probably one of the most worrying losses that a team has taken so far this season like as far as like expectations to results go um this team is just lacking in an identity a a lot right now in my opinion whereas the texans i think i said this last week they're a team that basically just gets stat checked by like whoever they're facing and the vikings do not pass that stat check in my opinion if it's a team that I'm open to hearing people say is top seven, and usually I'm not going to give it to the Texans, but I'm not open to hearing the Vikings, even honestly in like top half contention right now. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to the Texans. Yeah. Um. So the Vikings did have a close game against a pretty good team this past week, but I think things are really falling apart there. Uh, Kirk Cousins not looking like a. Uh, like an $80 million quarterback, like he's being paid. <laughs> um, That's a lot. That's but, a lot of money. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to agree with you. Uh, the, it was a really tough role for the Texans that, you know, you got to play Kansas City, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, back to back to back. So, yeah. um, but I think they're going to be looking to recreate their 2018 season here when they started out 0 and 3 and then won like nine in a row and ended up in the playoffs. So yeah, I'm not I'm not super worried about them yet. Uh, still a lot of season to go, but uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Texans to win this week. And the coin is also going with the Texans. Yeah, Pretty pick. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't even need to discuss it. Three three rides. I mean, the coin knows what's up. I can't wait. Deshaun Watson is just, I mean, my only thing with Deshaun Watson, I really need him to play better. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like MVP. Me too, because I drafted him as my fantasy quarterback. So I would enjoy that as well. (laughs) He doesn't seem fast anymore. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's weird. I was, I was going to say this, like Deshaun Watson, it strikes me as such a like textbook example of like what, like a person who just barely gets put on like a top 10 quarterback list. Like he's yeah. clearly good. Like obviously he's very good at what he does. And there's a lot of teams in this league that I think he could shine against. But right now, I mean, with like Aaron Rodgers and big Ben and Tom Brady, all having these kind of like last couple year momentum surges and, you have, you know, Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, which we've talked about so many times. Um, like there, there's so many quarterbacks in this league that just are a lot more interesting to me right now. Uh, even like Dak a little bit. So uh, that's, I think that that's kind of he's getting lost in the narrative a little bit. So I, I'm hoping to see a lot of of like air yards out of him and just like actually closing out some of these games well because they're scoring a lot of, they're scoring a lot more points than teams that are three and oh even so um that trade hurt them a lot yeah definitely all right early in the season still can't wrap my mind around that trade like for real yeah thinking. but anyway we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about the seahawks going down to miami to play the dolphins uh seahawks top three team in the league i'd go as far to say 
I'm open to top two at this point, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't argue that. Um, Dolphins <laughs> bottom five team in the league. Uh, there's not really much to say about this. Uh, Russell Wilson just continues to be amazing. Uh, like 380 yards, five touchdowns this past week against the Cowboys. Um, uh, the, the, he might actually do it this year. He might actually win the MVP after all these years of everybody talking about how he might win the MVP. Um, and yeah, not really much more to say. I'm going with the Seahawks in this one. Yeah, I agree. Um, cra- the, the Seahawks are nuts right now. Like, there's been a team that has always been able to win games just off of like slow control, like from the defensive side of things. So when you have a team whose defense is still that good, now putting up 30 plus three weeks in a row against like the Bills and then the Patriots and then the Cowboys. Like these are not, that that is not a, an easy opening three weeks. It was, it was the Falcons week one. Oh yeah, the Falcons, right. Sorry. But um, that is not an easy opening three weeks for like anybody. It's, yeah. it's, um, really impressive and scary, really, like what this team is capable of doing. I think like what they started to appear to be like in the last half of last season when people started calling them top five, um, it's like they're only growing more. It's like a, it's a steady increase. I'm starting to get 2014, 2015 vibes again where it's like when this team is good, I don't know how any other team can compete because like – they're just top five on both sides of the ball. <laughs> That's really, really scary. So um, the Dolphins can pick up probably even six or seven wins this year, but this is one that just will not be, cannot be. So I'm going to go Seahawks. All right. And the coin is going with the Seahawks. Let's hear about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little worried about this one. because I know me and the coin, <laughs> we were talking about this. Um, but. And I am a well. I own the Seahawks in a Madden franchise online, and I know that they have no O line, and that this Dolphins matchup is kind of killer when they just run man and they just blitz. Mm. But that's true. That's actually now, that's been a problem with the Seahawks for a while. I feel for like a very long time. Yeah, in fact, that O line um, for yeah. a while, like Russell's whole brand of being like the quarterback that like sprints in the pocket was like literally because his <laughs> O line was just like laying down and letting. Like every member of the D line get on top of him every single game. Yeah, he he's but, too good though. They win. Yeah, in, in real agreed. life, agreed. In real life, Fitz Magic will will not accumulate this week. I'm afraid. <laughs> too early in the season. <laughs> That's true. It pulled out a little bit versus Minshew Mania. Because <laughs> right. Minshew was talking crap about the beard. So That's true. <laughs> Beards are better. True. <laughs> NFL.com be like, oh my god. Have you guys heard <laughs> about this drama? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh next up we have a really interesting game. Steelers versus Titans. Um not really sure. Battle of the Unbeatens. Battle of the Unbeatens, that's true. Mm. Um yeah, these teams are both really Thank really goodness good. one of these teams won't be unbeaten anymore. That's true. Yeah, it's weird because they're like they're obviously really good, but uh, I'm not looking at either of them. I think I had the Titans at seventh and the Steelers at ninth last week, and I probably still see them somewhere in like that that seven to ten area. Um, so they're both obviously really good, but like they're not making anybody's like top five list. So it's interesting seeing teams like this be a three and zero oh and 
Um, you know, you have teams like the Texans, which I don't not to say that I think the Texans are better than either of them, but I think this kind of shows like how the first three weeks can kind of be like a bubble <laughs> all their own. But um I See, think I'm gonna 2016 Dolphins start for Yeah, <laughs> true. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, I think um I think I'm gonna go Steelers on this one just because it's in Nashville, which actually has been kind of the downfall of the Titans multiple times in the past. Um, they they don't host strong teams very well, I've noticed. Um, it's kind of a continuing theme for them. Last year, I remember uh, the Bills shut them out, I believe, um, in Nashville. So, you know, that's not a great thing to see when your team is supposedly on an upswing. The I think that Ryan Tannehill is very good, but... Big, Big Ben is unironically having like one of his best seasons ever. Like, uh, like as he's being like, f- like forced out of this program, basically, um, he's just putting up insane, insane yards. I remember during the Broncos game, I just like turned it off at one point because it's like every series they would just throw forty three for like no reason. It's really frustrating, and and I don't have a lot of faith in the in the Titans deep D, um, like. As as much as they're winning these games and you know putting up like these thirty point these magical thirty point games that I make such a big deal about, um, they allowed the other team to score thirty in both of those games that they scored thirty themselves. Um, uh-huh. And then when they when they were faced with a Broncos defense in shambles, by the way, like they won by a, a field goal in the last quarter. So um, I I think that the Titans could be in an AFC championship again this year and probably even a Super Bowl and probably even realistically win that Super Bowl. But one of the things that they're really going to have to address is the fact that they're putting up, they're allowing, they're winning by about two to three every game. And Drew, you said this yourself last week, like about two to three is win by field goal territory. And there's not a kicker in this league who I trust less. (laughs) So um, (laughs) the Steelers, I expect, will probably just like not run away with it, but get a lead and then keep it and keep it pretty tight. So I, I think I'm going to go Steelers on this one. Yeah. Um, I'm with you on this one. Uh, the Titans, it seems to keep having close games against teams that like you would expect a great team to be able to handle a little better. Yeah. Like the one point winning, like Jacksonville and the one point win against the Vikings, like a week yeah. after their division rival trounced the Vikings. So uh, I'm not saying – I don't think the Titans are a bad team, um, but I think that they – like you said, they need to get some things in order uh, if they're really wanting to compete when the end of the season is coming. And I agree with you with the Steelers as well. Big Ben is back. Like, he's having a good season this year, um, which is which is kind of crazy. Like, he d- isn't showing much sign of any, like, rust after all that time mm-hmm. that he had off. And um, James Conner had a huge game this past week, so that was good for them to finally get their running game going. I think they had struggled a little bit the first two weeks, but it's good to see that. But I'm going to go with the Steelers as well on this one. So the Steelers will be 4-0, and the Titans will be 3-1. and All right, and the coin, two weeks in a row, has picked against the Titans. The coin's going with the Steelers. I just want to disagree with Brennan once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about this one. This feels like a game the Titans come in and win. Um, 
and then everyone's like hyped by the Titans and they lose like five straight. <laughs> That's fair. I could definitely see that happening. But this could just be the start of that. I don't know. I mean, it was a good Steelers win last week. I guess Big Ben does look good, but I don't like watching them, so I don't really know how good they're being honest. Do you think the so I'm just going to trust the coin here. Coin knows better than me. Titans <laughs> have been terrible. Well, there you have it. Like, Honestly, the kicking, like, like the kicking and they, they yeah. just sneak in these games out. Yeah, they keep relying on their field goal kicking to win them games at the end. And I just think that luck is going to run out at some point. <laughs> and then once that They're game happens... winning against good teams. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, the Broncos, like, give me a break. Like, so... <laughs> I get, I get the coin's choice. I don't know about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, up next, we got quite an exciting game. Not really. The Cleveland, the Cleveland Browns are going down to Texas to play the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Cleveland, <laughs> two uh, high-scoring weeks in a row, 35, week two, 34, and week three. Only problem is that was against the uh, Bengals and the Washington football team almost misspoke there, <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, yeah, they they've had some high scoring games, but uh, I wouldn't really. They're not leaning on uh, Baker for those games at all, so that mm-hmm. kind of shows you uh, where their trust is a little bit. Um, they ran the ball thirty-seven times last week against uh, Washington. That was an insane number of times they ran it with Nick Tubb. 19 times and Kareem Hunt 17 times, I think. So you've got two running backs there, both getting like RB1 levels of touches there on right. the ground. So um, I think for this team to actually compete and be better against good teams, they're going to have to be less one dimensional than that. And I don't see that happening, unfortunately, this week against the Cowboys, who were holding their own for the most part against the Seahawks in Seattle this past week. Uh, only lost because Russell Wilson is amazing. And I can't really fault them for that as much as I would love to because I hate the Cowboys. So it's with great pain that I'm going to pick the Cowboys to win this game. Yeah, I think the Browns are good, uh, but that's kind of like the the most like positive word I'm willing to use for them right now. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Um, this was the first time that they have had a, a winning record in a long time. I think since like 2016, I think. It was, it was yeah. something crazy. I saw that. Yeah, that, wow. that sounds about right. It would probably be even earlier than that because I'm pretty sure they went 0 in 16 in 2016. But um, yeah, the the Browns are obviously having an okay opening season. But I'm not listen. I'm not looking at 35 over 30 against the Bengals. I'm not looking at the t- 34 over 20 against Washington. If I'm looking at any game to define the Browns right now. 38 to 6 against Baltimore is yeah. so like painfully telling for this program. Um I think like if you want to talk about teams with a, with a stat check like yeah sure maybe the Texans are going to lose to every team that sits somewhere in like the top 7 or 8 but the the Browns is really like top 12 like any team that like has a has a realistic like playoff uh campaign going for them like I think the Browns are going to falter against um Baker is is good, but he is like you said is not being trusted by this coaching staff. And even when he is being trusted, I'm still not very impressed. There was a lot of incompletes against like he his stat line reads. Yeah, awful reads. His stat line against the Ravens was like the worst, like one of the worst stat lines a quarterback has put up so far this season. So 
Um, awful, awful, awful. The the Cowboys, on the other hand, are kind of like the Zack Snyder of this league for me a little bit. Like, I'm not sure if they've like earned $86 million to to try Justice League again just yet, but people seem to think that they've really like they they have a lot of hype and deserve all that hype. I, I don't know about all that. What what I do know is that this was a, a tough opening three weeks for them like like you said i'm not gonna fault them for losing to the the rams right it's the rams and the and the the seahawks seahawks yeah Yeah, i'm not not gonna give any team like a lot of heat for that right now honestly because those those are a couple of really really good nfc west teams so um this is probably a pretty good win for the cowboys i don't think that they'll definitely go to the playoffs because they're in the weakest division in, in the league just like nfc least down. baby nfc least so they'll they definitely will make it to the playoffs but i think that that means that they have really like 13 weeks to prove that that's well 12 i guess they they have like um yeah 13 more games to show that they're going to be in the playoffs because they're a playoffs caliber team, which they absolutely should be with that roster and not because they, they get to play with the giants, the Eagles in the team, six games, six games a year. So uh, the team, the team. So yeah, I'm going to go Dallas and hopefully they look good and not. Okay. Once again, the coin is siding with Jacob and going with the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's just the coins making, the right picks here y'all you just gotta <laughs> see that i mean <laughs> i i mean I, I guess i agree because i've, I've yeah <laughs> no the coin knows <laughs> do you think the cowboys are good yeah i mean i think they'll win yeah it's true <laughs> that's fine i'll give you that they could very easily be 0-3 right now if the falcons weren't so good at blowing leads yeah, true. Wouldn't that be something if they were 0 and 3 and in yeah. third place in the NFC East with the Eagles at second <laughs> at 0 2 and 1? <laughs> I don't feel like Zeke gets the ball enough. Yeah, I feel like maybe Jerry's trying to force uh, Dak to earn his money too much. His money that he mm. wanted more of. If there wasn't interdimensional interdivisional games, then like Washington could qualify as like one in fifteen. True. <laughs> to, to be the playoff team for this division. Oh my gosh, man. It's so bad. They're like when you started the create a team in Madden. And you, didn't, <laughs> you, just, you just hit continue. Yeah, it's like when when you make yourself as a character and it gives you like a forty one average <laughs> <laughs> all right uh next up we have the arizona cardinals coming off of a hot loss to the detroit <laughs> lions traveling to carolina panthers coming off of a hot win against the chargers um i am gonna go cardinals even though both of those things happened i think the cardinals have a much higher ceiling than the panthers like brendan said there was a lot of key fumbles in that chargers game um and Carolina didn't even really like, they, uh-huh. like you said, like there wasn't a touchdown. Like, I, I, I still firmly they won, believe, but they missed the PAT. Yeah, yep. <laughs> like, I, I, I still firmly really, we believe, blocked it, but then we couldn't block any other actual field goals. <laughs> Oof, that's unlucky. I think, I think someone could call the Panthers 
the worst team in the league, and I would still be open to that discussion. <laughs> yeah, realistically, like I don't know. I don't think the Panthers are good at all. Um, I think Especially pretty much with it, Christian McCaffrey down. Right. Yeah. For real. And I mean, like uh, Bridgewater is just not coming into his own. And any team that deserves a spot in the NFL, like, could have capitalized off of the mistakes against the Chargers last week. Uh, Cardinals, on the other hand, it was a it was a relatively close game, and they still put up 23, which is a which is a pretty good week. Um, I wouldn't expect Carolina to put up 23 basically ever. So um, I think this one's going to go to Arizona. But I'll, but I will be curious to see how people would feel about the Cardinals if they were to lose this game. But I don't think they will. Yeah, I think I think maybe it's time to slow down on the Cardinals a little bit. I'm not saying that they're not going to be good for the rest of the year, but yeah. I don't know. I feel like it's a, it was a little reactionary the first two weeks to be like, oh my goodness, this team is amazing. But um, Kyler Murray struggled a lot in this past game. Um, two touchdowns, three interceptions, I believe. So uh, they're definitely going to need to bounce back from that. I think he will bounce back against this Panthers defense this week. I think he'll have a much better showing. And... Uh, the Panthers did get a win last week, but like you said, it wasn't pretty. One touchdown scored, so it was at a touchdown and six field goals. Ooh, that's a that's a high octane offense for you right there. Right. Um, yeah. But now I don't think the Panthers are very good, and like I said, especially with CMC out, it's really unfortunate for them to lose one of the best players in the league when they already didn't have a lot going for them. But yeah, I'm gonna go with the Cardinals as well. Let's see what the coin has to say. The coin also going with the Cardinals. Look at that. Yeah, we like Kyler Murray a lot. I mean, we know he can't see over his own offensive lineman, <laughs> but he's really accurate. Uh, hey, neither can Russell Wilson. So, I mean, that's why you get tall receivers, though. Exactly. So, <laughs> so he's, he throws accurate balls. He just doesn't. He can't see anybody. <laughs> I really believe that. <laughs> I really believe that. Um, but yeah, I mean, they'll win this week. All right, another shout uh, to the coin. Yeah, another unanimous. By the way, but that's a. Five unanimous games in a row. Let's see if we can break the mold in this game. With Wait, the real quick, Indi- real quick, real oh, real quick before we move on. I just update on my hot take from last week about four NFC West teams. Um, I think realistically, like my actual expectations at this point is that it's probably going to be three NFC West teams plus the Bears and the Packers. Um, just because the Bears actually are showing some sort of heat because like half of that take for me was just that I didn't trust any second seed in the nfc to be worth anything outside right. of that division so mm-hmm. um i'm not like obviously i'm not like it and like completely over the cardinals because of a three-point loss it's just um they they probably will actually have to work to 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 find their way into the playoffs anyway what, what's next yeah. up next we got the colts traveling to play the aforementioned bears uh in chicago um i think this will be a pretty good game um, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm probably going to watch this one uh, oh, yeah, since the Eagles game isn't going to be on. Uh, but uh, yeah, the Colts had a huge win this past week, like point-wise against the Jets. I mean, obviously it's not saying that much if it's against the Jets, but still be able to put up like 38 points and only allow six in the NFL. That's a, that's like Ravens-Browns levels of disparity right there. Um, mm. On the other side, uh, we have the Bears who are losing by 16 in the fourth quarter, uh, deciding to finally bench Mitchell Trubisky in the second half. I, th- I said it would take about two weeks for that to happen. It took two and a half weeks, so I was almost right. Uh, but Nick Foles uh, came in and was the savior of that game, 
Um, it's a it's the role he's uh, pretty accustomed to playing after coming in St. Nicholas coming in and uh, leading the Eagles to the promised land <laughs> a couple years ago. So it's nothing he hasn't done before. Um, so I think I think putting announcing Gross. Foles as the starter was the right decision here, and uh, I think it'll pay off for them this week. I'm gonna go with the Bears. Yeah, um, this is maybe like the weirdest quarterback matchup in the in the league for me right now. Like Rivers on the Colts versus Foles <laughs> on the Bears. Like what yeah. is this <laughs> Um, I I'm still like a little hesitant just because I was raised as a Colts fan, which means that I never will have faith in them ever. So I'm still like a little hesitant to like be excited for them right now after that Jacksonville game in Week One. But I mean. I've written off so many losses as like divisional games before. So, like I'm, I'm open to accepting that. The The thing is though, is that like as much crap as I've given the bears, which is also a team that I really like, like in the, in this last year or two, um, ultimately that defense could carry any quarterback that literally wasn't playing for the other team to the playoffs. Um, and they finally are done with this quarterback who is playing for the other team. I'm sorry. I'm sure Mitchell Trubisky is a really nice guy, but he just does not belong in this league, like even a little bit. Um, it's it's embarrassing. So I, I think that Rivers is an old man, and the Bears' D-line is scary, 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 uh, way scarier than the Vikings' D-line or – the Jets, Jets D-line. <laughs> like, give me a break, man. So um, speaking of break, like that might happen to Phillip Rivers this week. Like I, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I would, I'm worried for this game as a Colts fan. I'm very excited for this game as a, as a Bears fan. So I'm, I'm going to go Bears, but I definitely will be watching this one and it could be pretty close. Um, So we'll see what happens. Assuming right. if, if, the, if the, if the Indianapolis O-line steps up, then I think that, the Colts have a, a very clear path to victory in this game. I just want to say that. <clears throat> All right, and the coin went with the Colts in this one, so finally some yeah. discrepancy. Oh boy. Your boy no, this Rivers. Is a good call. This is a good call. You got to go with Philip Rivers here uh, over Nick Foles just straight up in a game. Uh, I like the Colts' offensive line. I like their weapons that they got. I mean, they got surprised by Jacksonville, but, I mean, first game back, they're in, like, a weird stadium setting. I mean, I don't know. Phil Rivers should have been used to playing with no fans, so maybe they should have won. But <laughs> I, I kind of like him. I mean, when he loads up and he throws, like, a bomb 22-yard out route, like, just think about what you said <laughs> about Phil Rivers. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be lofty, and it's not even going to spiral. It's going to be right on target. <laughs> and T.Y. Hilton's going to take it 70. <laughs> I would like to watch... Brissett play again if I'm being completely honest, but it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Retirement homes. We just have to have them in this league for some reason. It's like a fantasy draft with Nick Foles on the Bears and yeah, honestly. Straight up. <laughs> All right. Next up, is it my turn? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so not used to not ending it with the coin being flipped and then us continuing. <laughs> All right, uh, next up we have the Baltimore Ravens playing Washington football team. Wow, this is quite a quite a disparity, huh? Um, the Ravens did not come up ahead in this in this year's Chiefs versus Ravens game. 
um, once which, again. <laughs> once again, which, which by the way, will be a matchup that we're going to get once a year, like for the next 10 years. So I would like go ahead and Ooh. settle in because I mean, just like the way that interdimension, uh, inter conference games are scheduled like the, the number one seed from each division is going to play the number one seed from every other division which like in these divisions means that ravens and chiefs are going to be like a, a yearly game so um just go ahead and get settled but they didn't come up ahead unfortunately and not only did they not come up ahead but they did like it, w- it was a meaningful loss it was a 14 point difference which is um kind of a disappointing thing to see out of the Ravens. However, what that means for me ultimately is that maybe they're third or fourth and not first or second, because this team is still insanely scary and will, will cream every team in the league that isn't uh, like a top three game team, which is always going to be close games. Like would I take them over the Seahawks today? No, probably not, but I definitely would take them over the Steelers or the Titans or even maybe probably the Packers, which are some teams that I have a, a, a lot of respect for right now. Um, Washington is probably the program I have the least amount of respect for right now. Not only are like branding wise, they're just like hardcore faltering right now. Um, they're also just putting up bad games, also losing 14 to the Browns and they're, <laughs> they're like 15 to 30 loss against the Cardinals is, is a yikes. In my opinion, this is a, an extremely one-sided quarterback matchup. I, I think that this one is a pretty free win for the Ravens. Yeah. Pretty lucky for them that they got this uh, game a week after that disappointing loss to the chiefs. Uh, Lamar Jackson said it best himself that the, that Pat Mahomes and the chiefs are like, kryptonite for this Ravens team and just continues to be proven. Uh, he didn't for even every reach team. Yeah. every team. Yeah, honestly, if we're being honest, uh, but uh, Lamar unable to even get to a hundred passing yards last night. So that was pretty disappointing mm. for their team, but uh, Washington football team, uh, they're bad, unable to beat anyone in this league who isn't the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, so I am not holding not holding out much hope that they'll still be first in the NFC East after this week. Um, I think the Ravens. This is a good get bounce back game for Lamar and the Ravens. So yeah, obviously going with the Ravens in this one, and uh, luckily for Brandon, the coin is also going to go with the Ravens in this one. Yeah, yeah. I think I would have gone with Lamar Jackson as a running back if, if they would have lost. Been, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I didn't have much hope. all right cool we'll move on to uh the next game in which we have another fantastic nfc lease team the new york giants going to play someone who's just going to completely outclass them in the los angeles rams uh this will be the (laughs) (laughs) second week in a row that the giants will get just annihilated by an nfc west team after losing like I don't know, 30-something to six to the not-even-full-strength 49ers this past week uh, with Nick Mullins playing quarterback. Uh, so the Rams last week, on the other hand, almost had a huge comeback against a great team in the Bills. I believe it was like 28-3. to And as we all know, 28-3 to lead. That's not safe. Uh, and that yeah. was almost proven again this past week. But the Bills were able to come out on top. The Rams took their first loss, but again, another bounce, good bounce back week for a good team coming off a loss. So I'm going to go with the Rams in this one. 
Yeah, this is the earliest I've ever seen like a, a team get through their like um paired division like on their schedule. Like Rams went Eagles, Cowboys, well, no, sorry, Cowboys, Eagles, and then Bills, and then now Giants, and next week they have Washington, which is really odd to me. Um, but after that week two win, I, I said on the show that I was impressed with them and that I felt like they were already through the difficult half of an NFC East sweep. I still feel that way. Um, Eagles, as for all of their faults, are no Giants or Washington football team. Even though Washington managed to beat them in week one, I think that was just the Eagles not really being ready for this season, which uh, is fair given that nobody got to play uh, any of their preseason games or, or boot camp or anything like that. But the Rams are really, really good. They put up a, a pretty good fight against the Bills, which is another really good team. Um, I like take a shot every time Jacob talks about 30 point Rams games, but like, Oh my <laughs> goodness, dude, like th- like this team cannot help, but score 30 every week. I don't know what it is, but it's crazy. They put up 20 against the Cowboys. But other than that, like, like you said, in the game, they were down 28 to three. They still managed to put to put up 30 points. So that is really impressive for me. Um, and so that adds up to won't lose to an awful, awful, awful like bottom three team, which is the Giants. So yeah, definitely a Rams victory. All right, and the coin agrees with us once again. It's rolling with Rams. Cool. I'm really happy with that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> again, <laughs> it's just the Eagles. I don't know. I don't know with Wentz. I don't even know if he's good, honestly. Like, what do Wait, you guys think what? when you watch Wentz? Wait, why are we talking about Wentz right now? Hold on. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Hold up, am I tripping? <laughs> Wait, which team are you referring to? Are you talking about Goff? What was the game? Rams, <laughs> Rams Giants. Oh, why are we even talking about this? <laughs> my bad, my bad, my bad. I forgot you're not looking at the sheet I mean, as well. At a point of order, yeah, I definitely don't like Wentz, but... Um. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that was just to throw that out there, I guess, to hurt you, Drew. But <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, Saquon's hurt, and so Shepard, and yeah, Danny Dimes got nobody to give the ball to. Exactly. <laughs> Do you like Goff? I am curious because he's a quarterback, no. but I, I feel like I have no read on whatsoever. I see that video of him when he went to that college campus, and like. The people were like kind of confused about who he was, but it wasn't like for sure he was the NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's really oh. funny. I didn't see that. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like he doesn't even strike me as like a celebrity. Like it, it's so like <laughs> he he's like a member. He's a quarterback of a really good team, and it's like nobody even bothers like saying his name ever. Like it's really oh. bizarre. Like I don't know why Baker Mayfield is catching like so much more attention than Goff is at this point, but. Whatever. Yeah, where's the Jared Goff progressive commercials? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to our weekly segment complaining about the Brown <laughs> progressive commercials. All right. Next, anyway. up we had the, next up, we had the Patriots playing against the Chiefs. Um, Chiefs are really good. Ooh. The end. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's definitely not at the end. I uh, I am impressed with, with Cam. Um, I wouldn't say he's back in that classic form. However... 
I mean, I've I've forgiven a couple other teams on this episode for losing to the Seahawks, so I'm I'm certainly willing to extend that same olive branch to him. Um, I think realistically, two and one after these first three games is pretty much where you would expect the Patriots to be at this point. The Chiefs, however, are obviously very very good. I I, I think like the only teams I'm open to hearing be referred to as like first in the league right now are, are the Seahawks and the Chiefs. Honestly, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know where I lean. Probably Seahawks just because they're a little bit more well-rounded but because um, you hate the chiefs one because i hate the chiefs and two because <laughs> honestly the seahawks are a little bit more well-rounded for me the chiefs it's not where it used to be where it's like well this is the best offense and the worst defense in the league so they're just gonna like as long as they keep scoring then they're good it, it's not really like that anymore i mean they they kept the ravens to 20 which is which is no small task um yeah how however ultimately like whether they're first or second the the patriots they might be quote-unquote upward trending from like like the doomed idea of like where they would be without tom brady and maybe even they'll end up having a better postseason than they did last year but this is in arrowhead the chiefs are on fire just like they've been for the last two years and just like they will be for the next 11 like it's just it's (laughs) Like, it's so doomed. So this is going to be another Chiefs win, unfortunately. The next time the Chiefs, like, score, like win less than 10 games in a season, like, I, my kids will be pregnant with their kids. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it, it's doomed, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's so true. I know, right? It sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad, but, like, it, like they're, they're one of the youngest teams in the league, and they're, like... Like, how long does a quarterback last? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm Googling, like, uh, let's see, how old? Oh, great. Big Ben is in his, in his 40s, huh? All right, cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. How so. long is he going to be, like, overpowered? Mahomes, I, yes. I I think Mahomes will will be Fuck a top five quarterback realistically <laughs> for like him. the next ten years. Yeah, nerf him for real. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think he'll yeah. be top five for a very very long time. I mean, like Peyton Manning was somehow in the MVP conversation in 2016. Like I don't know, and Peyton Manning didn't start off like with the fire that Mahomes is starting off with. The fact that he won in in like 2019 season, the fact that he won a Super Bowl, like is so scary because he didn't even have to like start off with like getting used to the league. Like the, he just came in and took over. He's, he's insane. Yeah. His I first year so comes in first year as a starter is already tearing up the league. There was 5,000 <laughs> yards, 50 touchdowns wins the MVP. Like, what is that? And yeah, then like, everybody's like, okay, people. he'll, he'll slow down. Next year. <laughs> right. No NFL MVP the next year. Now he's got a three and oh start. Already beaten a top five team in the league convincingly. Yeah. So probably even um, a top three, honestly, with like how shaky everybody else is looking right now. Like I could see yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. The Chiefs Scary. just Chiefs are crazy. Like yeah. Um, crazy levels of greatness in Kansas City. Uh, I don't hate them as much as uh, obviously the two of you do. Actually, I, <laughs> I like. I have some uh, warm feelings for Andy Reid from his time in Philadelphia, of course. But uh, yeah, like I'm gonna it. go with the I'm gonna go with the Chiefs in this one. Uh, obviously because it doesn't show they haven't shown any like weaknesses so far. well i mean i guess they went to overtime with the chargers but um other than that i don't i mean i don't know a team in this league that i would like feel comfortable like even 
scoring within seven of the Chiefs at this point. Literally just so. the Seahawks. I Probably like. the Chargers, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, the Chargers Seahawks and the Chargers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anyway, yeah, I'm going with the Chiefs. So let's see what the coin has to say. Oh, the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, talking about the coin, we, we were thinking about making a pick here. Because the Panthers, or not the Panthers, the Patriots might be nice in the playoffs. And oh, so, yeah. Come playoffs, I can definitely see like a. I can see them making a run. Belichick is kind of Darth Vader. But in a regular season right. game, give it to Andy Reid. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Um, Andy Reid and like uh, his, free che- his free cheeseburger Super Bowl. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love Andy Reid. Anyway, uh, up well, next. I'm glad one of us does. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, up next we've got uh, the Buffalo Bills. Traveling to Nevada to play the Las Vegas Raiders. That's a weird thing to say. But <laughs> anyway, uh, Bill's Nevada. off to the Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> Who talks about Nevada? They're Unless you're talking about map, Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyway, Bill's off to another strong start. I remember last year they won like their first six games or something. And we were like, nope, still a bad team. I don't understand the negativity we had towards the Bills last year, but I'm loving how good they're doing. I've, Like we keep talking about, I've adopted them as my second team, which is really something I need to lean on this year, especially. With, uh, Bears and Bills. Every, Blue, I'm, I'm sitting comfy. I, lo- I like the Bears. I'll pull for the Bears as well because now yeah, they're starting good. Nick Foles. But anyway, um, Bills looking good. Raiders definitely I think they're going to start cooling off after those first two good weeks they had. Um, I think we really saw who they actually are against good teams when they played the Patriots this past week. So I don't think I'm going to have any worries about picking the Bills in this one. Yeah, this is a really silly thing to say about a team that I've definitely only been rooting for for about a year. But like, I am so (laughs) proud of the Bills like for this opener because I think last year, especially after the playoffs, I'm not going to say crumpled, but it definitely was like there was a lot of people with this narrative of, oh, well, that was the easiest schedule in the league and any like decent team could pick up 12 wins with that schedule. And uh, and like when they when they got to the playoffs and just kind of got walled, like I think a lot of people were comfortable just like accepting that is actually what had happened. So I'm really, really proud of how this opening has been for them, because I mean, last week we said like, oh, yeah, if you're going to beat the Rams, like you got to. You have to like bring a backpack full of fireworks because that's what the game's going to be. And they showed up and did it. Now, did their defense have a have a little bit of a rough second half? Like, yeah, obviously, of course they did. But um, it was still a thirty five point game. And and to be fair, that's just what happens when you're playing against the Rams. Um, they completely controlled the Jets, which is what you would expect a good team to do to a divisional rival. And they com- and they had a pretty good showing against the Dolphins, which again is what you would expect a good team to do against a, a divisional rival. Um, the Bills are not being carried by their easy division and like the weakness of like the AFC in general. Like this is a good team. Um, I don't know if people realize that yet or not. I I don't. I try not to pay attention to NFL opinions because I largely disagree with like almost all of them, and it makes this show like, less fun less fun for me to do. But. Um, Hopefully people recognize that because I I got so frustrated last year when like after the awful season, the Broncos had been having, like we won a couple games in a row and NFL network like was talking about how like 
like we were in the conversation for the for the wild cards i don't know why like teams that traditionally do well like get that privilege of like so much forgiveness in awful years when like the bills are being like completely like kept out of the conversation of like top 10 when they are like pound for pound just as good as like pretty much every other top 10 team just because like buffalo was like a complete meme team until like 2018 um this team has really like found their own and the raiders are a relatively easy task <laughs> for for this team in my opinion especially coming off of that win against the rams so I, i'm definitely going to go buffalo on this one <clears throat> All right, and the coin is also siding with Buffalo. I hear the coin is a big uh, Josh Allen fan, so let's hear about that. Yeah, the coin, I mean, it's a huge Josh Allen fan. I mean, how can you disagree with the arm strength, you know? I mean, I mean, the Twitter stuff, you know, you want to, you know, <laughs> look past that, but the hurdle, <laughs> the hurdle <laughs> was amazing. Um, yeah, I mean, the Grudens can't keep up with the Bills scoring. Carr's going to lay an egg. Grudens. Coins <laughs> have the bills. <laughs> Every now and then, I remember that he has a job. I just <laughs> laugh He's getting paid a hundred million dollars to do that job. Oh my he word! A hundred million dollars. So that that's cool. Sucks. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Jacob, right, you want to bring us into our Sunday night game? I don't sure care. Don't to, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we have Philadelphia Eagles um, traveling to San Francisco. Ah, there they are. 49ers. Here they are. Finally no, found them. I, I still haven't found them. <laughs> I haven't uh, seen them make a showing yet this year. Yeah. The Niners are interesting, right? Because I, I think I, – I doubt anybody was ready to write them off after that Arizona win. But, um, like, before – week one like when we did our power rankings episode i mean our tier list episode I, I i mentioned that the reason that i didn't want to put the niners you know being a defending nfc champion in like my s tier was because their growth last year was so exponential and um now i'm not gonna say like unearned but just like completely out of left field like at one point i i started feeling like well they're just growing because like that's what they do now <laughs> like it's just like the other teams just are probably just scared of them for the sake that they're climbing from like no joke if you go back and listen to our 2018 episodes every week like our our like jokes are like the how the niners and the cardinals are in the same re, in the same division somehow and yeah. they were like like my my power rankings for that season was like bouncing these two teams between 32nd and 31st so for the niners to go from that to yeah. pretty consistently riding like first in the league for most people in literally one year um it does beg the question like what will happen when they slow down and honestly i don't think it's something we're going to get an answer to for a while because like a pretty good win against the jets a pretty good win against the giants like what do you freaking do like i, yeah. I don't know there there's some like play playground two-hand touch teams that could like put up a couple of good games <laughs> against those teams like and so and now like I'm ready to have this discussion, but uh, Eagles and then Dolphins and the, like it's not going to be until their week since uh, week six match against the Rams that like we'll finally actually really get to see like what what the future looks like for this team in my opinion. Um, because for all of the questions that I have about the Niners right now, at least they aren't the Eagles because the Eagles Ooh, are, are that's so true. freaking bad, man. I feel so bad for you. It's just like welcome 
welcome to the club, man. Because, <laughs> like you said last week, like this yeah, if we don't, I, I wanted to join. <laughs> right, like you said last week, like yeah, if we don't win against the Bengals, like I, then it's officially doomed. You didn't lose, but you did not win against the Bengals, which is frightening. Like yeah, so uh, I definitely don't think the Eagles are going to win this one. Unfortunately, this is a, this is another pretty easy like early season game for the Niners. All right, boys, buckle up, because I'm about to take you on a ride into my insanity. So, are you you actually going to pick the Eagles right now? Here we go again. Last year, last year, last year, Eagles went up uh, to an awful start. And I was like, you know what? I'm done picking this team. And in the middle of the episode, when I was going to pick against them, when they were playing the Bills, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with the Eagles. You know what happened that game? The Eagles won 31 to 13 in Buffalo. You know what? I'm going with the Eagles again here, baby. I'm pulling the opposite. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling the Eagles this week, baby. I've got nothing backing this up. There's no reason wow. I should be. Absolutely no reason. But you know what? We know we've seen hunger strikes don't work. So in this, for this show, so how, I'm going to have we not? The Broncos have only gotten worse, man. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. So your hunger strike isn't accomplishing anything because they they're just getting worse. But anyway, you know what? Um, it's helping my points output. <laughs> so. That's part of my. That's that was kind of part of my. I feel, feel pretty good about our other two disagreements this week so i was like you know what let's make it a spicy meatball i'm going with the eagles i think that we're gonna bounce back i think that um you know doug peterson probably caught a lot of flack for that cowardice the end of the last game i don't i think we'll see probably a totally different mindset going to this game if i had to guess and you know what i'm feeling it i'm going with the eagles anyway Um, now that now that my manic rant is over let's see what the coin has to say oh Guess what? The coin is also going with the Eagles in this one. Absolutely. Absolutely. The coin is definitely yes. going with the Eagles. I don't know if y'all have noticed this, but the coin's algorithm kind of works like this. Which team has the better quarterback? True. <laughs> oh, I get it. And that's it. <laughs> because it's a quarter. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes. yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. Awesome. But uh, yeah, so we're picking Wentz over Mullins. Yeah. Nick Mullins. What's his name? Nick, Nick Mullins. Mullins I kind of like that actually, but no. <laughs> what's, uh, what's Garoppolo he, watch? What's he looking like? Um, I haven't heard anything saying that he will play this week, so that's why I'm assuming he won't be playing. But let's see, Jimmy Garoppolo injury. You said it was it was like two to eight or something like that, right? It was like a bunch of different things. Uh, let's see, potential returns updates on Jimmy Garoppolo. Let's see. Uh, this is. Awesome here. Anything else anybody wants to say about the Eagles while I'm uh, doing this? Um, no, but no. I will say, I just found out DoorDash, <laughs> DoorDash will let you add 10 slices of cheese to a Chick-fil-A sandwich. Wow. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> and, and you can order an 8-ounce bottle of squeezable honey mustard. So DoorDash is Where, What are they selling that for? $3. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Oh, that's, that's pretty, pretty good. <laughs> Anyway, order, should I order myself a chicken strips tray for $112? I'd probably go with no on that one. I'm hungry. <laughs> it looks like Mullins may once again get the nod in week four. Okay, yeah. So it looks like we're going to see Nick Mullins for another week for the 49ers. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't know that, but the coin did. 
There you go. The so, coin just knows. As long as Garoppolo right. is back by six, then like it literally won't matter that he got hurt, which is crazy because so many other teams are being like radically affected by quarterback injuries right now. True. Unless Mullins is the GOAT. Well, yeah, I'm pretty sure he played a lot for them in their two and fourteen season. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he played a lot for them that year. Hey, it's a new year. <laughs> That's true. All right. Up next, we've got Monday night matchup, a rematch of the 2017 NFC Championship game as the Atlanta Falcons go to play the Green Bay Packers. Um, I think the most random games from like five years ago. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, well, I mean, that was the year the Falcons went to the Super Bowl. You know, yeah. Pretty memorable. Um, but anyway, game. yeah. So. Um, I think this is going to be high scoring like that NFC championship game was, but I'm pretty sure it's going to go the other way. Um, if I had to guess, I'll say that Falcons will jump out to a first half lead and then end up losing by like 15 <laughs> to the Packers. That's so, pick, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Packers just keep scoring a ton of points. Like they've scored over 110 points this for these first three weeks. So that's pretty insane uh, for a team that was kind of just supposed to roll over and have – Aaron Rodgers become an old man, but uh, he saw it differently, and they just keep winning, and I don't think this week's going to be any different. I expect another high-scoring game for both teams, but I do think the Packers are going to come out on top. And that's uh, that. Yeah, I am also kind of feeling the Packers on this one, just because, like I said at the beginning of the show, I the Falcons are awful. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I... I I recognize if there's any listeners like, wow, so teams can only be really good or really bad for Jacob. Like, yeah, you're right. I recognize <laughs> that that's how I've conducted myself this episode. Um, but honestly, at the beginning of the season, like that's kind of all you have to go on realistically. Uh, the Packers are way better than I think a lot of people anticipated for them to be. And the Falcons like don't know how to play the fourth quarter. And that. <laughs> And, like, surprise, surprise, that's the important one. <laughs> like, that's where the game is. So, um, it's true. The Falcons like, have submitted a petition to shorten the game to 50 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> they, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. A fifth quarter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if, if football games were three quarters long, like, first of all, you got to stop using the word quarter. And then, <laughs> second of all, um the falcons might go 16 and 0 in that in that setup realistically but like this team is a little yikes and i feel really bad for falcons fans oh my gosh i just saw who the coin picked start thinking about your excuses now brendan um but yeah the green bay is very good and kind of like you said like if there's one like storyline that fell flat on its face this year it was this whole like Oh yeah, Aaron Rodgers is like looking at nursing homes at this point. Like this is an old old man who has no idea how to play football and like the this team can't wait for him to like finally get knocked over like 10 times so they can put in his backup because like even if that is actually how this program is treating him, then like clearly it's working <laughs> like because he is Putting up, it's kind of like Big Bang, like like here in in the quote unquote eleventh hour, like putting up like one of his best seasons to date. So, um, Green Bay, yeah. scary, scary. Um, I definitely think that they're going to win this one. 
All right. And the coin is rolling with the Falcons in this one. So coin has some insider information about Matt Ryan being better than Aaron Rodgers. The coin put out a hit. uh, So so here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah. Okay. So it's a Monday night game, right? Uh This is Rodgers. Rodgers is going to go out there. He's going to start this game. He's going to want to, you know, ball out on Monday night. He's going for like eight touchdowns, you know, with his coach, you know, whatever they talk about. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> they're going to go down 14 at the beginning of the game. He's going to start getting that angry Rogers face, start yelling mm, yeah. at people. Another and then he's going to get sacked a couple times and he's going to throw the ball away a couple times when he could actually have ran. And then they're just never going to recover. They're going to lose like 38 to 13. Boom. Coin with a hot take for Monday night football this week. Yeah. It's going to be a weird blowout where you're like disappointed in Rogers. Everybody is. <laughs> that would be, Interesting <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've seen it before. Yeah, I guess we have. I mean, like a week ago, probably even two weeks ago, like I might have picked this game differently. Um I just like <laughs> the Falcons. Like I saw someone did the math. It's like um when you lose three games, you had a one in one hundred chance to win. <laughs> like those are literally like one in a million odds. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, the Falcons literally like av- out of one in a million odds are 0 and 3 right now. And like they perfected that, losing. They have perfected <laughs> losing. That's true. And, um, you know, like last week we said like, well, I'm pretty sure that the kids didn't like the, the younger people on their receiving team. Like didn't know the onside rules, and like that's not even like a meme. Like I'm, pr- like I'm pretty sure they didn't know the onside rules. Um, I couldn't believe when I just went back and watched that, and they just were staring they at the ball. Weird at it, yeah. Like, yeah. So, um, you know, like you can forgive that, but th- this yes. throw last week was not like didn't know the onside rules. They just like stopped playing. It, it reminded me a lot of that Super Bowl from a couple of years ago. It's just, uh, it's doomed. <laughs> doomed. <laughs> Illegal gameplay coming. They're out. just trying to set y'all up. They're trying to set the league up so everyone bets on the Packers and thinks it's a sure win. And then out of nowhere, here come the Falcons. Yeah, you should bet like seven dollars on the Falcons. No, I don't think I will. <laughs> <laughs> Your loss. Yeah, cringe. <laughs> All right. Well, that does it. We've made this is a really long episode. We are about to hit two hours. So Holy cow! Yeah, epic. Um, thank you so much for joining us this week, Brendan. It's been really fun chit chat. Oh, absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me, guys. Do you yeah, have any? Course. Do you have any plugs? I know you're you're somewhat of a content creator, if I understand correctly. Uh, we're taking a break right now. Really trying to restructure the vision. So cool. Okay. What's your What's your Twitter then? Uh. Don't even worry about it right now. Okay, cool. <laughs> just when, once you're ready for the, because you get one free plug. So once you're ready, I don't care if it's been like ten episodes <laughs> since you were on. I'll just be like, oh yeah, hey, Brendan texted me. He's ready for his plug. So, <laughs> sounds good. Sounds good. Um, Andrew, do you have anything to plug? <laughs> uh, no, just go Eagles, baby. That's all I gotta say. I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna ride out this one. 14 in one season and it's going to be yeah. beautiful. Um, I will say I've never mentioned like the other things I do on the show before, because like um, I have, I have kind of a really weird like spread of interests. So sometimes it's weird for me to plug like my esports grind, like on my football podcast, but um, I got my 
uh, sub button on Twitch, and I stream like almost every hey. day. And yeah, it's lit. I, I think I've earned eighteen dollars in September, so it's time for me to quit nice. my day job. True. <laughs> I'm, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so if you want to stop by and watch some gameplay, talk about the real sports. That the only reason I'm not doing a League of Legends <laughs> podcast is because I have nobody who cares enough. So you're yeah, right. it have to be Smite. For people to watch it, Smite. Yeah, we'll t- we'll see. We'll have a discussion <laughs> later about that. <laughs> Cringe. Yeah, but uh, so you can check me out at Twitch.tv/GhostwoodGG. Um, join in on the fun. I don't know who isn't already watching that and listens to the show because our listening our listenership is like just our friends. But oh, this reminds me, I got an e- email from Anchor. We hit fifteen hundred like all time listens, which is actually what? super hype. Yeah, I don't wow. know. Yeah, wow. we, we've, we had a couple of episodes that popped off pretty hard. Y'all think about that. I know it's a big deal. I mean, like, yeah, we're averaging like 50 listens an episode or something. Um, I mean, we have good, not to brag, but our SEO is pretty good. Like, I, I set us up pretty well. It's easy to find us. Like, I've made sure it's easy to find us. So, yeah. uh, we always joke about, like, only our friends listening. But, unironically, like, clearly we have a lot of people who aren't our friends listening. So, if, if you're one of those people, first of all, thank you very much. Second of all, please follow us on Twitter. So, I just know that that's real and we're not yeah. like, getting bot listens. Um we haven't plugged our Twitter in a while, but you can find us at NFL is just the name of the show, NFL LES. Um, and yeah, and thank you to Drew's dentist. Anyway, Thanks, Dr. Blaylock. <laughs> Always. <laughs> I am Jacob Wilkinson. I'm Drew Wade. And I'm the coin. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, have a great week. <laughs> All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind, I can never get it up. Up in the building, everybody hands go up, and they stay there.